What does it mean to be called by God? God placed that on my heart to ask you. Well, listeners, you have a testimony because you have been called. Let's celebrate that. Alleluia. They say every day we wake up is a gift. How many of us treat it that way? I know I'm going to start. (laughs) Today is a gift. And we're awake and able to enjoy it. Good morning, God. You've ushered in another gift untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today I'm dedicating the podcast to Lenora. She's pretty awesome. She is blessed, and this dedication is for her. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, and not as I would have it. Trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear anything, for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us and that we are covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Finally, let us all in his kingdom resist the devastation of any kind of disease or disaster by loving one another, giving to one another, and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen.
Dear saints, I admit my weaknesses to you, my instability, my many needs. How difficult it is for me to pray with faith and trust that I should have. Please come to my aid now and secure me the help that I require to be more frequent and faithful in my prayers to God. Amen. You always sought to promote the blessedness of peace, never the tumult of discord. Turmoil and trife still prevail today in utter disregard of Christ's farewell gift, his gift of peace. But I truly appreciate this gift and yearn to share it. So I lift my heart in prayer. Amen. Dear Lord, kindly plead for me that I may make Jesus my trailblazer to glory. May I heed your bidding and listen to Jesus who speaks to us through the scriptures, homilies, inspirations, and daily happenings. As hearer and doer of the word, may I be found pleasing to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Anthony, powerful advocate of all our needs, I turn to you today with faith and love. You have helped countless of children of God to find the things that they have lost, material things, and more importantly, the things of the Spirit, which are faith, hope, and love. I come to you with confidence in your favor before God, who hears your pleas for those in need. Forget me not your place of heavenly glory and intercede for my needs and intentions. Amen. You made the gospel your guidebook and rule of life. You attached supreme importance to the new commandment so dear to the heart of Jesus. Confidently, I bring to you all my prayer intentions. May I make a grateful return to Jesus for his love by wanting and trying to love others because our Savior loves us all. Amen. I had class last night. You know what's next. Stay right there. God really does show us who he is. We are made in his image. One head, two arms, two legs, ten fingers. So he knows everything that our bodies can do. God is everywhere. He is spirit. He is truth. It says so in John 4, 24. Let's read it. It says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. We are to worship him in spirit and truth. 
When someone tells you that you have a kind spirit, a warm spirit, a friendly spirit, a trusting spirit, a friendly spirit, that is really God inside us. He fills us with the Holy Spirit. God is an invisible spirit and we gain access to him through our faith only. We have to believe in him in order for him to work. And I don't mean that in a service manner. I mean that as a commander manner. God commands our steps. He really, really does. Now, if we are in step with him, our paths will be so smooth. I know for sure, smoother than they are. And that we will definitely get to our destiny if we are in step with the Lord. I love that fact and trust and believe in the fact that God is leading my life. The more I let him, the better it goes. It is in the best way possible, test him. Wake up, acknowledge him, and then watch him work. Don't do a thing. Just watch God work. He's amazing. He is the way. Let's look at 1 John 3.20. Okay, 1 John 3.20 says, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows all things. He knows the future perfectly. An incommunicable attribute of God is his sovereign reign over everything. Truthfulness is God. He is the only truth. Read Jeremiah 10, the whole chapter. Not only does God have wisdom, he is wisdom. He's all-knowing. The only things that God cannot do is lie and sin. And you can read about that in Numbers 22. The goodness of God is that he is the final standard of good. And that is why we strive to be God-like. So here are some Proverbs that are instructions from God to us that 
are meant to make us God-like. Please listen. Now, this is a random selection of Proverbs. I'm reading the 26 Proverbs. There are Proverbs written, I say, for every day of the month. Honor is no more associated with fools than snow with summer or rain with harvest. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on its intended victim. Guide a horse with a whip, a donkey with a bridle, and a fool with a rod to his back. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools or you will become as foolish as they are. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools, or they will become wise in their own estimation. Trusting a fool to convey a message is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is as useless as a paralyzed leg. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying a stone to a slingshot. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a drunk. An employer who hires a fool or a bystander is like an archer who shoots at random. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. There's more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise. The lazy person claims there's a lion on the road. Yes, I'm sure there's a lion out there. As a door swings back and forth on its hinges, so the lazy person turns over in bed. Lazy people take food in their hand, but don't even lift it to their mouth. Lazy people consider themselves smarter than seven wise counselors. Interfering in someone else's argument is as foolish as yanking a dog's ears. Just as damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend and then says, I was only joking. Fire goes out without wood and quarrels disappear when gossip stops. A quarrelsome person starts fights as easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire lights wood. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Smooth words may hide a wicked heart, just as a pretty glaze covers a clay pot. People may cover their hatred with pleasant words, but they're deceiving you. They pretend to be kind, but don't believe them. Their hearts are full of many evils. While their hatred may be concealed by trickery, Their wrongdoing will be exposed in the public. 
If you set a trap for others, you will get caught in it yourself. If you roll a boulder down on others, it will crush you instead. And a lying tongue hates its victims and flattering words cause ruin. Be right back with more in a moment. And we're back. Mercy is is us not getting what we deserve. Grace is us getting what we do deserve and being acknowledged by God. God is merciful and full of grace. And the grace of God is at the highest that we can receive. Let's read 2 Peter 3, 9. I am using my Bible. I'm so excited. I'm going to be incorporating it a lot more. Okay, 2 Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The goodness of God leads us to repentance. Holiness means that we are being separated from sin. If you feel like you have sinned or are going to sin, pass the sin to your heart. Because holiness comes down to what is in the heart. Okay, so Jesus spoke about this at the Sermon on the Mount. And this is what he had to say. And I quote, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye, and men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice 
and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Amen. Our God is a jealous God. He is jealous of anything that we put before him. God must be first in our life. For you to reap all the benefits he has for you, you got to put God first in your life. And then you got to know, God hates anything that is opposed to his morals. Uh-oh, here it comes. There is such a thing as the wrath of God. Now, when the devil has his foothold, as he does right now with all the sin in the world, this is where us being called comes into play. You have to know, God is taking time to individually speak to our hearts right now to change us so that we can continue to be saved. Knowing God, worshiping Him, praying to Him, and even thinking about Him is God working on your very heart and pouring His protection on us. If you are listening to this podcast, you've survived COVID thus far. And need I say, only by the grace of God. Am I right? People's actions in this world right now are despicable and they're getting worse every day. So people talk about before technology, you know, we didn't get to hear about all this crime and craziness going on. But oh, 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 God is ahead of technology, people. He knew it would be here. And he knew that we would be watching. We need to see, hear, and recognize all that is going on. We need to see, hear, and recognize all that is going on in this world. And I tell you, Jesus is not happy. God is perplexed. When you read the Bible, you read how God put an end to things and he is going to put an end to things. And we're gonna be here to help him. We're helping him right now by letting others know that we know the Lord. And it's not always words. They say actions speak louder than words. Amen. Amen. Stay right there.
We talked about our spirit. So let's finish this podcast with a meditation for spiritual healing. Close your eyes, bow your head, and this is a prayer from the wilderness. Father, the circumstances and trials in this season of my life require spiritual healing, which can only come from you. Even though my outward appearance is the same, my inner being is fragmented. You are the God whose touch can make me whole again. Only you possess this power. So I am praying to you for spiritual healing. Father, without you, my power to move forward is limited. I need you to heal my afflictions and restore my spirit. My desire is to continue to do your will. However, I feel weighed down and serving you with excellence is sometimes difficult. So as I seek to find encouragement in your word, please speak to my spirit. When I seek you, bless me with the assurance that you hear my prayers. Help me to deal with this through your eyes and not through my own. Teach me not to create my own solution, but to wait on you for my deliverance. Father, I am so thankful that this affliction is temporary and not permanent. I know my prayers are being answered and that you are healing me right now. As I surrender to you, I believe your healing power will permeate my spirit and I will be whole again. And please remind me that this season is for a purpose your purpose, Lord. You have a reason for developing my faith, and I thank you. Help me to cling to you so at your appointed time I will experience victory. I give you praise, honor, and glory for total spiritual healing. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Our male listenership is on the rise. I'm happy about that. Welcome, guys. Stay with us. The Lord loves you more. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Have a great day, everybody. Let everything we prayed about resonate in your bones. Because the words that come out of our mouth is a prayer. And the actions that we present is our truth. God loves you. Come back tomorrow. We'll pray some more. Bye for now.